0: Tuned into the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, guiding your gridiron journey. None other than your host, former NFL lineman Ross Tucker. Oh yeah, it is, but it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Power Rankings Tuesday, presented, of course, as always. By DraftKings, love Power Rankings Tuesdays because I like to see exactly where I feel like all these teams stack up right now in the NFL and I enjoy the opportunity to talk a little bit about each and every team in the NFL, including yours. The one day, well actually that's not true because I talk about your teams as well when I make my picks. By the way, every single one of my teasers on the Even Money Podcast came through again this week. Your boy is in the black. I went from I went from way in the red to in the black in two weeks. And I got to tell you, I'm pretty happy about it, clearly, if I'm talking about it here on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. We also need to get into last night's game, which was a good one, almost exactly as I expected. It's big show time. The big show.
1: All right, Ross. Like we say every single week, the Chargers they lose in typical Charger fashion to the Cowboys, twenty to seventeen.
0: Did you see my tweet last night, Jake? By the way, I should let you guys know a couple things. On social media, I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. All of our shows, the Even Money and College Draft Fantasy Feast, all the highlight clips of all of them can be found at Ross Tucker Pod on any social platform. Or YouTube, YouTube youtube.com slash rawstockrunnfl. Literally, Jack, was it first quarter or second quarter where I said, how much do you want to bet that in this game, the team that's trailing by three will have the ball with less than two minutes remaining? And it happened. It is unbelievable. Death, taxes, and the Chargers game, Coming down to the last drive where the team that's trailing by three has the ball. It's unbelievable. Like If I were the NFL, we had Ani Boz on last week, the VP of scheduling from the NFL. I would just put the Chargers in every primetime game. Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night. Guaranteed close game with the team trailing, having a chance to win the game on the last drive. It's crazy. You know what else is crazy, Jack? I'm kind of surprised I'm saying this. Dak Prescott outplayed Justin Herbert. And I would say by a decent amount. I thought Dak Prescott was fantastic. And not just throwing the ball. They did a good job getting the ball to CeeDee Lamb more, which is something I felt like they needed to feature. And certainly, you know, maybe the biggest play of the game or one of the biggest plays of the game was when Tony Pollard broke that tackle and ran for 60 yards to get, the Cowboys down for the go-ahead touchdown to make it 17-10. I mean, that was huge, of course. But Dak was moving really well. I mean, Dak's pocket movement was good. That first touchdown, you know, they come with the (laughs) zone read. Dak pulls it and scampers like 20 yards in for a touchdown. I've always felt like Dak was a good quarterback quarterback. You know, he had too many interceptions last year, too many interceptions last week. But last night, boy, he played very well. Herbert, I don't know if it's the broken finger on the left hand or what, but Herbert missed a bunch of throws that he doesn't normally miss. A couple to Keenan Allen. It's not good. I mean, he wasn't like terrible, but Herbert didn't play as well as the Chargers needed him to play to win that game. That's for sure. It was as you might imagine a a back and forth affair. No Mike Williams clearly hurts the Chargers, but Chargers got bogged down there. Both teams actually got bogged down in the red zone a few times. Went for on fourth down. The the Cowboys tried the uh the Texas 2 tush push and it got denied. The Chargers threw it and that got denied. But ultimately I mean, look, there was the muffed punt. There's a lot of plays that happened in the game. The biggest takeaway to me is it was a close game. It was a typical Chargers game. But the difference in the game was Dak was just a little bit, maybe a lot of bit better last night than Justin Herbert. And I'm not one of those people that always puts it all down to the quarterbacks, but that was probably the thing that jumped out to me the most. The other thing that jumps out to me the most is that I am taking my daughters to their first ever Phillies game tonight. They are really looking forward to it. The tickets on the Game Time app right now, you can get on the baseline, okay? Row 24 for $326. Standing room only just to get in tonight is $239. Love me some Game Time app. Two big reasons. The biggest one is, well, the biggest one is the game time guarantee, right? You you know you're getting the the least expensive tickets, um, the best price. But I love being able to see exactly what the vantage point looks like. They have a view from your seat. Somebody needs to email me or explain that technology to me because it's amazing. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app. Create an account. Use code ROSS for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code ROSS. R-O-S-S for $20 off. Download Game Time Today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. It's time for the all-important Power Rankings. The worst team in the history of the NFL is...
1: Well, first off, Ross, I am free tonight in case you guys stumble upon an extra ticket. <laughs> but I, move... uh, I,
0: it's uh, my wife's actually out of town. Um, she's like devastated. She's out of town for work, so it'll be myself, my two daughters, and my father-in-law, uh, which will be cool. Um, that'll be a cool experience for him to go with his granddaughters. So, really looking forward to it. I haven't been to a Phillies game in a long time. My daughters have never been to a Phillies game. This is going to be quite their. Uh, Quite the inaugural experience, Jack. I'm going to take them in a couple of years to a regular season game. They're going to be like, uh, Daddy, this is not well, – what's going on here? <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll move forward. 32nd is the Carolina Panthers.
0: Well, they haven't won a game. They keep getting blown out. There is some news there. Frank Reich giving up play calling to Thomas Brown, the young offensive coordinator. Frank Reich going to give him a chance. They're saying this was always part of the plan but certainly wasn't part of my plan this year for the Panthers to be last in my power rankings.
1: Oof, 31 is the new of the Patriots.
0: There's no way they've ever been this low. There's no way, Jack, that they've ever been this low before. But I mean, what is there to say? They they clearly at this point are one of the worst teams in the NFL. They have one win over the Zach Wilson Jets when Zach Wilson was playing terrible. They probably wouldn't even beat Zach Wilson now the way he's playing. They looked a little bit better against the Raiders, but that might be because they were going against the Raiders. I I don't know. But, you know, Adam Schefter even said yesterday that there's going to have to be some conversations with Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick after the year. Stunning. Just stunning.
1: 30th is the Chicago
0: Bears. And to add uh, injury to the insult of being 30th in my power rankings, looks like Justin Fields is going to miss some time. He is a dislocated thumb. Uh, Sports Injury Central, com, thinks he'll be out several weeks. They're, they're going to try to avoid surgery. But it looks like it'll be Tyson Bajant time. And, yeah, you know, I'm kind of excited for him. To get a couple starts, tough as a rookie, but get a couple starts, get all the reps in practice, show what he can do. 29th is the Denver Broncos. I got to tell you, Jack, looking at this, there's a lot, like I didn't expect the Broncos to be this low either with Sean Payton. You're talking about some Hall of Fame coaches down here near the bottom of the barrel in the NFL. Obviously, the Broncos defense has been the biggest issue, and now there are some reports about them potentially making a change there, which feels inevitable. It's just kind of a matter of at what point do they do that?
1: 28th is the Arizona Cardinals.
0: Yeah, I don't know now. I mean, they got their win. Now they're doing this thing where they're competitive in games, but they still lose by double digits. You know, I think they're kind of morphing more into what a lot of people thought the Arizona Cardinals would be like this year, it feels like now.
1: 27th is the New York Giants.
0: The G-Men. Listen, I bumped them up four spots because I thought that was an impressive performance. I know they didn't win the game, but I was impressed with the way their defense came to play. And if their defense can continue to play like that and they get just enough from the offense, whether it's Daniel Jones or Tyrod or whatever, then I think the Giants have a chance to be competitive. Now, I don't think they're going to, Go anywhere this year or do anything. It feels like this season's almost kind of a lost cause, but they can at least be more competitive than they had been. And that, you know, they obviously started that against the Bills on Sunday night.
1: 26th is the Green Bay Packers.
0: Go, pack, go. Dun, 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 dun. Go, pack, go. Can, can you hear that on TV, Jack?
1: Sometimes it depends if the broadcast wants to mute it out or not, but occasionally right. you can.
0: Yeah, like if you go to a game there, oh yeah, um, especially like when they get a first down, it's dun 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 go pack go. I like that. I love those people. They had a bias so not really much to say there, other than it felt like Jordan Love was kind of regressing to me, and now I'm curious to see whether or not. You know, he, he can pick that back, pick up um, and start playing like he did earlier in the year. After the bye, I think they'll get Aaron Jones back. You know, these young receivers should be getting more and more mature as the season goes. We'll see.
1: 25th is the Las Vegas Raiders.
0: I didn't really move them. I didn't really change anything. We'll see what the deal is with Jimmy Garoppolo. I feel like something strange is going on there, Jack, in the sense that they say there's was a back injury. But then he went to the hospital? I mean, I don't know. I don't know guys going to the hospital for back injuries. They were, I I guess, reportedly, I think, concerned about or checking him for maybe internal injuries. So it looks like he's avoided any of those, which is a, a positive. 24th is the Indianapolis Colts. So they dropped significantly because that was a really, really poor performance. And... It sounds like, from Jim Mercey, their owner, it sounds like Anthony Richardson's going to have that season-ending shoulder surgery, which really, really stinks. Number one, I think we all wanted to see him play. He's an exciting player. See him progress throughout the season. Number two, you know, he's not very experienced. He really needed the reps Needed the time on task, time on the field, to show what he could do. So it's a little bit, uh, maybe a lot of bit of a bummer that we're not getting a chance to see what what Anthony can do this year. If that's in fact what happens, it's also a bummer when you're hungry and you don't know what to do. Well, I'm telling you what to do. Order on Doordash. Half time of the game, ordering time. Two minute warning. You got it. That's your cue to order in. Get everything you want delivered while you root for your squad. That means burgers, fries, drinks, you name it. And if you have a Dash Pass membership, you can get the new Wendy's Loaded Nacho Cheeseburger delivered. Yep, right now, the Loaded Nacho Cheeseburger is exclusively available with Dash Pass at participating U.S. Wendy's for a limited time.
1: Speaking of quarterback injuries, 23rd, Tennessee Titans.
0: High ankle sprain for Tannehill. Evidently the same ankle that he had surgery on in the offseason. That's not good. I would expect this time, especially with being a contract year, I would expect this time he sits out until he's 100% ready to come back in. At that point, I don't know if the Titans will even put him back in. It's a really interesting situation.
1: 22nd is the Minnesota Vikings.
0: The Minnesota Vikings! Another team that won the game, but I don't know. I don't really feel any differently about them. I didn't move them up or down. I didn't think that they really deserved to be moved up or down based on that performance. They won. They didn't really move the ball on offense. They're going to be a team to watch with a trade deadline coming up. That's a team to keep an eye on because I think that they kind of know, especially with Justin Jefferson out now for a while, that they're probably not going to make the postseason. So you wonder, it felt like they were already retooling this year anyway. 21st is the Atlanta Falcons. So they dropped several spots after that loss. You know, just when you felt decently about them the week before against Houston and Ritter plays his best game, then Ritter sort of turned back into a pumpkin again with that poor performance against the Washington Commanders. 20th, Houston Texans. I don't think C.J. Stroud is going to turn into a pumpkin all year. I mean, he has been absolutely fantastic, really, really impressive. And the defense is getting better. You know, young defense getting better with the first-time head coach on the defensive side of the ball. You got the franchise quarterback, it looks like. Things are really looking up for the Houston Texans. 19 is the New York Jets. Huge jump for them. I'll tell you why. Because their defense is legit. Their defense is that good, even when they were missing some guys. And Zach Wilson, I don't know that he's winning games for them anymore, Jack, but he's not losing games for them anymore, which is as big as anything. I mean, it's really, really huge for the Jets that Zach Wilson's not losing these games for them. 18th is the Washington Commanders. Well, that was a major bounce back for them after that debacle against the Bears. And I think we know what the Commanders are, right? The Commanders are a 500 team. Some of these teams, in fact, a lot of these teams this year in the NFL, probably most years, I guess, just feel like they're like 500 teams. And that's certainly the case with the Commanders, who are just kind of solid on both sides of the ball. And listen, with seven teams making the playoffs now, In both conferences, 500 ball might get you in. 500 ball at least keeps you in contention until the very last week.
1: 17th is the New Orleans Saints.
0: Disappointing loss for the Saints. You know, they they like can't get off the roller coaster of really good, then bad, really good, then bad. You know, they've lost these games like Sunday to the Texans or when they had the big lead on the Packers they could be they 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 could and probably from a personnel standpoint should be far ahead in the NFC South but they're just not playing like that 16th is the Pittsburgh Steelers they had a bye so not much to say there they did go in the bye 3 and 2 somehow i mean there are teams in the league and we talk about them that find a way to lose close games, the Steelers find a way somehow to win those games. 15th is the Cincinnati Bengals. So we talked about it yesterday. I mean, it was awesome the way they started the game, but then they got totally shut down. Now they go into their bye having to feel pretty good about themselves after getting back-to-back wins like that. And now they're getting healthier Give Burrow even more time to try to just let that calf heal up. You know, you're. I always, I always say this, Jack. If you're 500 or better, you know, you really feel like you're in the mix, and you're positioned pretty well moving forward. And that's where the Bengals are. Fourteenth is the Los Angeles Rams. Can't say that I thought the Rams would be up here. You know, this year. In my power rankings, can't say I thought they'd be in playoff contention, but they absolutely are. Now, they they got a setback. Kyron Williams, their running back, who had been playing very well for them and, and really was the reason why they beat the Cardinals running the rock in the second half, he's got uh, an injury now that he's dealing with, and he had been sort of a, a really key port portion and part of that offense. 13th is Tempe Bucks. Disappointing performance by the Bucs at home. I mean, not just to lose, but really to get outclassed. That's now the second time where the Bucks have felt good about themselves and a, another opponent has come into town and clearly been better, clearly been the superior team. First the what? Eagles, now the Lions. Sorry about
1: that. We'll go to 12th now with the Los Angeles Chargers.
0: San Diego Superchargers. San Diego Chargers. They're going to be the same team until we all die. And then still probably be the same team. They'll be in the mix until the end. And they may or may not get the 6th or 7th seed. It's just uncanny. And honestly, for them, I, I think some of it's coaching and that they might be in line for a new coach after this year. 11th, Cleveland Browns. Really, really impressive performance. I mean, I didn't realize this till somebody gave me the stats, Jack. They're like a historically good defense right now in terms of the yards allowed, and maybe some of that's some of the weather they've played in. But their defense has been outstanding so far this year. I mean, really, really good. And the biggest reason why they're almost a top-10 team now they gotta get Watson healthy and come back and playing like he did in that last game where he got hurt. Start top ten, tenth, Dallas Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? It's interesting because they won the game. I still dropped them a couple spots, primarily because I feel like the Jaguars deserved to move up. And then I could go either way with Cowboys and Ravens. But um you know, what I didn't like about the Cowboys last night is they needed Dak to play really, really well to win Close game. I don't know how often he's gonna do that. Ninth is Baltimore Ravens. I feel like Lamar has played generally very well so far this year. They got a solid win on the road against the Titans. You know, even their two losses, whereas the Cowboys got handled in their two losses. The two losses for the Ravens, man, they were the better team. They they just found a way to blow those games.
1: Eighth is Jacksonville Jaguars.
0: Well, The Jaguars have been playing really well, which is why I'm going to make them this week the team I ride with, the Wrangler team I ride with. It's brought to you by Wrangler, made for the ride of life. Save 15% on your first Wrangler.com order with promo code ROSS15. I don't know what the Jags found in London, but they found it. They're on a roll now. I mean, that's three straight wins for them their defense is playing much better and their offense with Trevor Lawrence and Calvin Ridley and Etienne, finally clicking. They now look like the team a lot of people thought they would be this year capable of pulling away and easily winning the AFC South. Seventh Seattle Seahawks. So the Seahawks that we talked about this yesterday, just a really bad loss, really bad loss. You know, they're they're trying to chase the Niners there in the NFC West. They want to get the best positioning as a wild card. They're a playoff team. If you go on the road and you thoroughly outplay your opponent, you got to find a way to win those games. Sixth, Buffalo Bills. It's interesting because the Bills, I didn't move them up or down after that win. If anything, I would have moved them down, you know, behind teams like the Seahawks. Or the Jaguars or the Ravens even. But I'm going to give the Bills the benefit of the doubt. Primarily because that's where Labatt Blue Light is made. And I love Labatt Blue Light. It's delicious. I'm going to have a couple Labatt Blue Lights tonight at the Phillies game uh, with my father-in-law. Always enjoy responsibly beer. Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. You know, something though, Jack, is still a little off with the Bills. And I I don't know that I would be encouraged if I'm a Bills fan right now. Fifth, Kansas City Chiefs. So the Chiefs had a bye, so there's not really much to say there. I just moved one team ahead of them because they deserve it. And they beat them head-to-head. I don't know. Would you consider that bye? I thought they played Thursday. Oh, gosh. I'm I'm an idiot. Yeah, I was just thinking about Travis Kelsey on uh, Saturday Night Live. (laughs) <laughs> and and being at the the Phillies game last night. No, I don't consider that a buy. They beat the Broncos, but they didn't really look that impressive in doing it, which is why I dropped them. Even better logic. <laughs> Fourth is the Lions. They're really good. I I you know, one more week of the Lions playing like this and maybe the Niners and Eagles not playing their best and the Lions are they're on their way to parts unknown, bro. I mean, they are playing really really well third Miami Dolphins Miami Dolphins Miami Dolphins Miami Dolphins number three how about Sunday Night Football the number three Dolphins against the number two Eagles in the Ross Tucker football power rankings that should be how NBC promotes the game
1: now we got the number two Philadelphia Eagles as you just mentioned
0: right I mean they were still the better team than the Jets You can't be minus four in turnover ratio and expect to win an NFL football game. It just doesn't happen. That's why they lost. And what really matters now is the health of some of those injured guys and how they play moving forward. Ross's number one team, which is totally meaningless, but it's fun and will get many of you incredibly annoyed, is... And number one, we've got the San
1: Francisco 49ers.
0: I don't know that anything really changed in that game, in the weather, in Cleveland... Browns have a really good defense I don't know anything really changed in my opinion about the 49ers I still think they're the best team but now they're kind of on the radar with not playing quite as well as they have been and now they're a team to monitor these next couple weeks other than that I think we're done here Tuning in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also check out Even Money, Fantasy Feast, and College Draft. All on the DraftKings Network, YouTube, or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. Shout outs. Pizza Boy Brewing is delicious. Myfrontpage.story.com dot com is the greatest gift I've ever seen people give loved ones because the loved ones cry, they're so happy about it. It's just an emotional gift that means a lot. Sporticulture, they have these awesome like helmet things that you can put a candle in it looks like it's a uh, a pumpkin with your team's helmet on it love it sporticulture. humanheadnyc.com SteakhouseSports.com, go banglescom and backofficescheduler.com